The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the first chapter. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called Jaron. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Tanya Luna is a research psychologist who studies surprises. And she has found out that every surprise follows a sequence. When someone is surprised, first there is the freeze, sort of the shock. And then there's the find, which is trying to figure out what's going on. And then there's the shift. Are you going to live with this surprise? And then finally there is the share, that is the communication of the surprise itself. Now the nature of surprises is that they always hijack our mental processes. And they actually plug us into the moment and impact us. And of course Christmas has lots of surprises, whether it's the gift the child opens, or the unexpected visit from a child, or parents overcome finding out that they will become grandparents. God is full of surprises. In fact, God only works through surprises because grace is by nature surprising. Today, God sends Gabriel to Mary to surprise her with the gospel. And how do we know she's surprised? Well, Mary tells us. Mary is greatly troubled and tried to discern. 
Gabriel's presence and announcement completely hijacks Mary and turns her world upside down. In Luke chapter 1, Mary's frozen, attempting to figure out what is going on. And what is going on? Well, Gabriel's first word is translated greetings, but the word literally means rejoice. Gabriel isn't simply saying hello, but is announcing that joy has arrived. And joy means this. Joy means God favors Mary and is with her. Joy is more than anyone, much less Mary herself, anticipated. Joy is precisely understood as God's favor in taking up residence inside Mary in the form of baby Jesus. The great Christian apologist C.S. Lewis wrote a very unique autobiography titled Surprised by Joy, where he recounts experiences in his life that led him to Christianity. Surprisingly, Lewis defines joy with a German word, Zenzug, because it conveys more of a longing than the English definition. For Lewis, before he became a Christian, there was these moments of joy that simply popped up at unexpected times, first beginning with his brother's garden. Because these moments wouldn't last, and he longed for them, he concluded joy just keeps you moving. Joy is like a signpost for those who are lost in the woods. There's joy to see a sign directing you out of the woods, but that joy keeps you on the outlook, wondering what will be next. In a way, Christians can't expect surprises from God, which at first might not sound right, because if you expect it, can it be a surprise? Expecting surprises of joy could only happen when we confess we do not have God figured out. And by maintaining the wonder of who God is. What this means is we can expect gifts from God like a child can expect gifts from a loving father at Christmas. But expecting gifts from God isn't the same as demanding what gifts your father gives you. When you decide the gift, you fall into the trap believing you deserve it. Now you might know everything of what's going to happen and what you will get. But your heart is closed off to wonder and grace. And your life will never be surprised by joy. Now we know Mary expected the Messiah based on the Magnificat, which happens right after today's Gospel lesson. She was expecting God to save his people, but she was surprised by that salvation being her son. Like everyone in Israel, Mary hoped for God's salvation. Everyone had their own ideas of who their Savior would be, how salvation would look, and what their life would look like after the Savior saved Israel. Regardless of whether they were expecting the Messiah 
or not. On Christmas, the world was surprised by joy. The Savior of the world would come as baby Jesus. Salvation would be a crucified Jesus. And life for God's people would be the life of Jesus, characterized by mercy, compassion, and forgiveness. What happened to Mary happens to you. In fact, today, God shows up in your life. He didn't send an angel. He sent a pastor. But speaking the same surprising word of grace. So rejoice, people. God favors you and is with you. God loves you so much that he has done everything there is to do to make sure nothing separates you from him. Instead of a womb, we know God is with us, that Jesus is with us, and for us, in his body and blood, in this bread and wine on the altar. And if that isn't surprising enough, Jesus forgives you every time you try to get him to do the things according to your demands. Every time you do not let it be according to his word. Now you might ask, how can God forgive a sinner like me, or forgive a sinner who sinned against me? But this is where Gabriel's last word is encouraging. For nothing is impossible with God. Grace is the way God is. And as hard it is to figure it out, it is a great joy to ponder. God loves sinners like you and me. He never shrinks away from us, but always draws closer and closer. He, like he does with Mary, takes up residence in each one of us and lives through us. God taking up residence in us is a wonder that in fact does take an eternity to ponder. But for now, in this life, we consistently are surprised by the joy of creation and redemption. And in five days from now, Jesus will surprise us again. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.